Welcome to True Face Podcast this morning, and we are three, John and David. Where's Bill? And I don't know where, oh, Bill's in the mountains. He went to the mountains. He went to um, Olivia, Fort Collins. There you are. Wow. Yeah, so. It's oh, yeah, a, it's a, graduation. Oh, yeah, it's graduation. It's graduation. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said he went to Bolivia. Uh, Bolivia. Well, and that he's well, done like, as well. Yeah. To yeah. the mountains, like it could have been wearing a coonskin hat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it's a he, cap. I think yeah. it's a coonskin cap. Yeah, yeah. you're probably yeah. right. He but, would have been know. shooting quail if yeah. he'd gone he's, to the mountains. He's musket yeah. loading yeah. out there. I was over at his house yesterday, and he had two quail in the backyard. He got all excited. I thought he was going to get his shotgun. Oh, he, he loves the yeah. quail. Oh, he loves the weakness from our Oof. friend. Yeah. He's just, he, he, there'd probably be children out in the yard. He's still got <laughs> his shotgun. He's like, the children, the children will be fine. I shoot the quail. We were uh, all four together. Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah. had a time. Back in Atlanta. Wait, back in, Hot Atlanta. You, yeah. uh, we went to Georgia. You went to Alabama. That's right. I drifted just, into the border. Just nice. over the border. Very yeah. good. Yeah, Teen Challenge, you were. Teen with. Challenge, that was oh, great. That was wonderful times. to be with them. Yeah. You guys had a great evening. That yeah, with uh, North Point yeah. and, and Johnson Ferry Baptist and Peachtree Presbyterian. What a great time. And then um, up to Commerce for, yeah, our for the Cure experience. Intensive. Yeah. There yeah. was like South. East regional drag racing oh, right by where yeah. we are. It, <laughs> That's right. It literally felt like a hurricane was coming That's when they would. Yeah. I didn't get it to was, hear any of that. Oh, oh yeah. Was, yeah, it, it was, was coming. something. That was coming through your mic, I think, is yeah. what that was. <laughs> the Southern Nationals, they were. And it okay. was it was fun. I mean, oh, yeah. I got stuck in traffic out there a little bit, but I have never heard anything like that. It That's... was kind of, I said to myself, I kind of get what they're... I mean, that yeah. much power? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And especially on a dragway like that, rather than a speedway, the, the races yeah. are fast and yeah. short. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, we're thankful that we got to go out there, met a lot of great people. and Sure did. Oh, that was... Great of the Grove and the Lees and the Haplings and, and a lot of folks to do the hard work, the gambles to make it happen. That's right. Yeah. Terrific. Good, good times. You know, Michael's uh, been praying about having that cure experience for five years out there. Mm. And mm. so I was so excited for he and Leah mm. to mm. be able to see the That's influence uh, mm-hmm. uh, that their prayers have had to carry this message of, of grace to people that have just been longing in that area to spend some time together with us. And um, we are continuing in this uh, grace spheres. And one of the grace fears that uh, has been implied in earlier uh, weeks, I think, but has not been said quite like this, is that if I really believe this gospel of grace, won't I fail to sin less, uh, to grow up, to become the person that God really could have made me? And uh, I was thinking that we should talk about that with respect to our own lives. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been our experience um, in that fear that I won't become mm-hmm. what God uh, had intended for me? Yeah, well, there was a really good and pertinent question that came out of our Atlanta Care experience. Uh, essentially, well, hey, if I don't focus on these sins that have kind of got me by the tail, then then won't I just be more vulnerable? And won't I just, uh, that scares me. And I thought, that's a great, that's a great question. And I thought about that. And I was having a conversation with a, a friend yesterday 
uh, from out of town. And I was saying, you know, it, if grace, if this, and, and I don't just mean the word grace, but if you've been listening to our podcast, you understand uh, more of the fullness of what we're talking about, that this, this gospel uh, allows us to forgive and repent, that it allows us to be secure in our identity in Christ, um, all of these things. Well, if this is all kind of hooey, if this is all not true, I said to this guy, God screwed up with me Hmm. because I have not been doing all the things from the other camp that are supposed to be the things that grow you up. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look back on my life from just five years ago, God has done amazing things in my life that aren't a byproduct of me focusing in on particular sins. How does that work? What do you mean? For one, like, if I look back five years ago at the amount of fear and control that happened in my life, in in my relationship with my wife, um, how how I saw other friends how I dealt with people when they screwed up. Uh, I, I maybe believed that I shouldn't be a certain, you know, so I guess negative. But I look back and I think, oh my gosh, somewhere along the way, I have, something's changed a little bit. Not fully, but I... I a lot. Yeah, I really see the good first. I'm really able to to say, no, wait, let me tell you what's true about you. And yes, that's wrong and what you did is wrong and let's get after that but I did, I love you and that that's something I could have said before but God has moved me so far in in this direction that I didn't have anything to do with and I, I also didn't do all the things that maybe I should have done to get there according to I don't know whoever it is um, David did you wonder along the way hey, I, I'm doing this intentionally I'm running this risk mm-hmm. of this way of life. What if it doesn't work? Did 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 you face that and uh, at some point going, man, I I'm gonna drift away. Yeah, I, and I think that I never have have really faced that, but I think I have faced the what if this particular sin never changes, and okay. I I better lock in and and get some. You know, um, I better be careful here. It's really good to get help uh, on certain things. Yeah. But help cannot, uh, most often, in my opinion, looks like what we talk about of, of being in the light, talking to the people most dear to you, talking if you have a spouse, if you have good friends, if you have people around you. When you're talking about these things, even if they're not trying to fix you, which is great, then there's an unbelievable amount that God does to gently convict you about, oh my gosh, well, that's not love. I don't want anything to do with that. And, oh, when I'm in that situation, I'm really vulnerable. I, I want to talk about that. And, and I don't have a solution maybe, but I don't, I don't want to be in that situation anymore. And maybe I'll go back there when I'm in a bad place, but I don't, oh gosh, I don't want that. But you're looking at the things that you used to consider, mm-hmm. the the things that would build you up, that would make sure... That you got mature, and, yeah, and and you're realizing I don't do many of those, and I'm realizing they weren't the factors or conditions that would mature me. Right, right, and I think, you know, I was, 
I had a lot of scripture at my disposal at an early age, and I was like a, a samurai sword with it. And not to say that you shouldn't study scripture because you don't you know, uh, want to do bad things with it. That's, that's ridiculous. But there is a difference of heart of how you use scripture. One, to be right so that you're right. And then there's a greater right, which is how do you use uh, scripture to love, which is what Jesus is doing. And so I think, I don't know, I'm talking a, a, a lot, but I just look back and I think, oh my gosh, God, like 15 things have just dropped right off of me mm. that I never focused mm. on, mm. that so good. letting love be the answer. I, I don't size people up anymore like, okay, do I, <laughs> do I have to fight that guy? You know, like, am I big enough? I'm, I, I'm not as... As it's still a problem for me, but I'm not as invested in my appearance. And am I attractive enough for this world? And I'm not as invested in do I have to get all the opportunities? Do I have to seem the most impressive? I did nothing um, in particular right. to let those drop off of me. I did try and trust God with who I am. So it's uh, good. The, uh, the idea that some people say, well, I, I don't know anybody that lives this way of life that you're talking about. And yeah. that is my fear. It's that I, there's no one around here that does live that way. Mm-hmm. So if that had been true for you, yeah. what, what would you have done? Well, I mean, that's the truth is, I don't know. Because I got very convinced that this way of life was true. Um, by a community. Mm-hmm. So for me to say, without that community, mm-hmm. uh, I would have done X, Y, or Z. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I guess what I should say. Well, what would you do now? What would I do now? If, if all my community dropped away and I was yeah. the only one declaring this message, yeah. I would cry and hide <laughs> like a... <laughs> You'd go get that coonskin hat and yeah. go up uh, in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I really do think that I would, I would invest in finding two or three people that I could trust. And I would be like a badger, like a honey badger, after convincing them that this way of life is real. And I would restart the movement because um, I need this. I am not healthy without getting to be loved by other people and love other people. And I know that because I go through seasons now where I don't do it very well. And I get really, by degree, unhealthy in that season so i would crazy it's almost impossible for you to think about going back to the way you would have done it before i i can't i mean i you wouldn't believe it's straight like uh it's like a novel it's fiction to me i don't i can't think about how to go back it's just i don't know i mean it's wonderful what do you think john uh yeah, he's he's de- on this David's describing uh, that illustration I use a lot about the watercolor painting. Yeah, you know, I I look, I used to look at the picture like a like it was a bear. There were trees, but they weren't painted in. There was a mountainside, but it wasn't. And I always wanted God to paint the tree of this particular sin. And God's saying, "Oh, John, I it." I'm doing something so much bigger. I'm doing a water wash, and then I'm doing slowly painting the horizon and gradually building in these. It, it, that tree will change, but, it, but it's going to yeah. be all in this process of this entire painting changing, you know, mm-hmm. maturing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's sometimes that particular tree 
is the last thing to get painted, but it just doesn't matter because my whole being is being transformed in a beautiful way. And I, I think that's what's happening and has happened to you, David, and to all of us. We're trusting God. I, I can't get there through this sin, this sin, this sin, this sin. Add this focus, add this discipline to this and this and until I've gotten them all. Because there's 10,000 that I haven't even right. become aware yeah. of yet. Yeah. Right. So right. for him to, for us to actually just say, God, I'm trusting you with my life. Yeah. That's right. And, and I, I, that, that your grace is able to handle my sin and is able to build me up. Mm-hmm. Gosh. It, when, it, and yeah. it's worked, David. Yeah, it, when you believe that... You are able, I, I'll say I, I have been able to believe God that God is a gentle convictor. He makes my heart jump for joy when he convicts me about things that are wrong in my life. And that's a weird phenomenon because I think, oh, thank you, God, that you have convicted me. Not as a screw up, not as, a, you know, you're such an awful person, but as, David, this isn't love. You don't have to do this. I'm going to be with you. Let's, let's, and, and when he does that, which is a little bit different when you're talking about, but when he does convict me in those things, it's not like, no, we're going to check this sin off because otherwise you're a bad person. It's, I'm opening your life up to who I am. Yeah. And this, 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 it doesn't fit. Let's and I don't that. have to do this morbid self-examination until I find that sin. He's very able yeah. to draw yeah. to my redeemed heart where I am. And when yeah. you're in a community... Others get to help you with that when yeah. you trust them. That's right. That's love. That's right. It's great, David. That's right. It's a beautiful, beautiful reality. Yeah. It takes yeah. a lot of the fear away, doesn't it? It, it does. It, it uh, does another thing that, that is ironic. As it's taking the fear away, it makes you more self-aware. Grace mm-hmm. makes you more mm-hmm. self-aware. That's great. We're all self-conscious, but many of us are not self-aware. God's grace makes us much more alert to who we are and and does so also in community. And if I don't have a community, I'm going to continue to nurture the trusting of someone else. Mm -hmm. And I think about those great verses in 2 Corinthians 9 and 12 where I I was just looking on my phone here where where God, uh, through Paul, says, I am able to make all grace overflow to you so that because you have enough mm. of everything mm. in every way at all times, mm. you will overflow in every good work. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with, uh, with everything from personal issues and, and sin issues and such to what we have materially. He is saying, my grace can overflow to you. And then... Just the three chapters later, he says, again, my grace is enough for you. Mm. My power is made perfect in your weakness, Mm. your limitations, your sin. So I would boast most gladly about my weaknesses because the power of Christ through his grace resides Mm. in me. This is. I, I thought I made this up. What? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is a fantastic commentary on your life, David. Right here uh-huh. in Second Corinthians nine or twelve. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, we hope this is a wonderful encouragement to you uh, from from our lives, and but from the scriptures that God's grace is enough mm. to give you that free and almost, in some ways, carefree but careful life. Yeah. Beautiful.
Well said. We'll see you next week. Go watch some Bob Ross. (laughs) Enjoy.